0: Hi, this is Russ Hackman coming up on The Wall Street Sweeper. We're covering moments from our favorite holiday movies and financial planning lessons we can take from them. Plus, after a very strong November for the markets, experts are seeing volatility ahead. It all starts right now. And
1: now, The Wall Street Sweeper with Russ Hackman
2: sweeping away the clutter of Wall Street from the offices around Boston, downtown Wakefield, Hingham, and Waltham. This is the Wall Street Sweeper with the president of Hackman Wealth Partners. That's Russ Hackman. Russ Hackman, 25 years in the financial industry, early years on Wall Street trading desk, which really gives him the advantage of of having that experience as well. Russ, big show today. We're going Hollywood with movies and sitcoms. That's part of the show, but you're going to tie holiday movies and classic ones of that into uh retirement and financial planning.
0: I like that. Well, yeah, there's some great both financial lessons and uh well, well moral lessons and all those great lessons yeah, for the right. holidays, right? So yeah. we got some cool clips ahead so I'm excited about that. Uh also, of course need to share, well, yeah, the holiday uh you know, sort of blow up collection on my uh, front yard is prospering. You're you adding know, to it buy this. It's a little larger. We got a, we got a Yukon Cornelius, but our abominable <laughs> snowman's he's hanging in there. He's like 12 feet tall. It's pretty, wow. the neighborhood kids are like, whoa. How right? they
2: they like pie?
0: Yeah. Yeah. We like that. The other thing that's been fun is uh, I was telling folks uh, in the last couple of weeks that I had moved to a new apartment uh, in the North end. Uh, Really just down the street from the garden, right kind of on the edge of the north end. But since then, what's been what's been pouring in is all those restaurant recommendations that I've been asking for. And as always, my sort of wine and cheese and pasta habits uh, plus wine are sort of, you know, in constant battle with my fitness regime i'm fearing that the pasta starting to win out here being near the north end but thank you for everyone for the recommendation yeah. I had some clients take me out uh on hanover street this this week it was uh it was a lot of fun it's fun to do especially uh this time of year with That's everything great. all lit up so um in any event, we can transition to let's talk a little bit about what's going on yeah. in the markets. Uh, as we said, we got the show ahead. What's it uh, looking talking like? Talking a lot about these holiday themes. Now, the so far, the markets, it's been kind of merry, right? So oh. with uh, November having been one of the strongest months in a long, long time, the, you know, remember the fall was just kind of ugly. yeah, And um we're now with the uh, S and P and some of the major indices back at the highs. So the S and is up twenty percent for the year. The uh, equal weighted S and P. We've talked about you know how important it is to think about what's the impact of those big seven tech stocks. That's still up. Uh, that's up around six percent. At one point, it was down on the year, right? So markets have you know gotten a pretty good bid a lot of that is attributable to perceptions that the Fed is going to be cutting interest rates the uh, even bonds and bond funds much maligned by me had a very good month in the sense that uh, bond yields dropped from 10-year bond yields dropped from five percent to 4.2 percent so while bonds have had a horrible couple years they sort of uh, have what they call on Wall Street one of those uh, they, they they it's kind uh, of I guess it's uh, maybe not the best analogy, but it's called a dead cat bounce, right? That you like dead cat bounces. <laughs> right. I don't know if you. That, but anyway, <laughs> but sorry to you feline lovers out there. Um, but uh, yeah, that's a big move down in interest rates. You can see a little bit of the impact on falling mortgage rates. Uh, so you know, we'll, we'll you know sort of take what we can get. I think that there is some concern that the move in the markets has been a little overdone. A little overzealous about how soon the Fed's going to be cutting rates. Again, I personally am on the side of the Fed being, maybe they'll start, but being pretty darn slow to cut rates because um, uh, our friend uh, Mr. Powell, Chairman Powell, really is in the mode of making sure that his legacy is intact. And he wants to be. He's already known as the guy who got let the inflation genie get out of the bottle. Mm-hmm. He's been trying to get it uh, back in the bottle. And until he's pretty sure it's going in the bottle, I don't see him cutting rates a lot. Uh, and so if that sort of plays out the way I'm thinking, then, you know, markets may be in for a rougher time over the next few months. Again, we're we're not here to sort of predict the markets. We're here to observe, comment, comment and really to set up and recommend financial plans for people, whether they're working with us or working on their own or working with someone else that provide you with, provide uh, folks with a secure retirement, no, essentially no matter what happens and, and having the ability to navigate these cat five storms whenever they do come. We're now, Dave, what's great is we're transitioning into our first opportunities to get folks on the calendar for January. Our our January calendar is already super busy. Uh, it's a great time to come in for one of those second opinions. Think about the years ahead. Think about, okay, we had a pretty good year. Let's make sure we're positioned for any storms that may come let's offer that opportunity dave to the next five cars that have saved five hundred thousand dollars or more for retirement
2: and at no cost no obligation for this comprehensive financial planning review 617-674-2000 617-674-2000 617-674-2000 and coming up we'll welcome on to the show hackman wealth senior vice president and partner clear hair the clutter of Wall Street and welcoming into the studio senior vice president and partner at Hackman Wealth Partners that is clear here and this is the Wall Street Sweeper Dave Perkins here clear great to be with you again and uh, we're getting closer to Christmas you probably had all your shopping done what August or something like that or (laughs) I wish (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I've been known to shop now not anymore but when I was younger to shop on Christmas Eve all my Christmas shopping Interesting. Talk about a panic! Things
3: That's, are going to be sold out by then.
2: Oh, absolutely! I won't do it this year. Um, we uh, this is kind of interesting because you share a lot of case studies, uh, real life stories, working with clients, helping them get to retirement the best way for them. I, I called. I, I titled this one the Confidence Builder because you had a couple come to you, and I think it was a couple, and you said that they couldn't really decide when to retire. A little bit nervous about it. Can you share that with us?
3: Certainly. So this particular couple, and, and they're definitely representative of many couples like themselves. They were in their early 60s. Both were working. One spouse had more significant salary than the other, but they both sort of were, you know, flummoxed, like, when do we retire? You know, is can we do it next year or should we wait? And, and they had both had long-term careers. They had built up significant retirement savings through 401ks, IRAs, and pensions. But that 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 was sort of nagging at the back of their mind, that sort of time frame. And, of course, they're worried about you know, having enough income to cover their future expenses and any other unforeseen costs, particularly medical expenses, which tend to make people think, gee, maybe I should still just keep working a mm-hmm. little bit longer, make sure I have a good cushion. So we do spend a lot of time with individuals like themselves. On understanding what their future budget will be, so you'd actually be surprised how many people don't know exactly how much they spend each month, even their current budget. Wow! So you know that's one thing that we do spend quite a bit of time helping them craft that and figure out. You know where where are my expenses? You know, really, what are my expenses, and what am I doing to cover those each month? Where does the money come from? So once we sort of get you know through that, um, we can figure out like there's not really a magic number. That you have to achieve in terms of savings or obviously um, investments depending on your circumstance and everyone's circumstances are different but really trying to determine what you need to live on after retirement so that's going to vary for every particular person because some people want to spend more money on travel or eating out some people say i really don't want to travel anymore some people are interested in selling their house and downsizing other people would like to stay in their current house so there's many different variables that makes everyone's situation different but again you know this particular couple we had to look you know beyond their current salaries projected their future income this client was offered an early retirement by his company and he had significant severance pay in the first year so you know he didn't really have to worry too much about the immediate income mm-hmm. needs but we had to really figure out like when is the best time to start taking social security and what other pensions or what other sources of income do you have
2: Yeah, and uh, the reason I was thinking a confidence builder would be a good title because, I mean, it it sounds like maybe they they could have, they were nervous, they were scared. And I think that you you talked about medical expenses and looking at that down the road, not knowing how you'll cover it, but but putting that budget in place. And also, I know you talked to them about protective components down the road with medical expenses that can help build that confidence.
3: Oh, certainly, and and we know that, for instance, social security social security benefits do go up every year, so they are adjusted for COLA, which is the cost of living adjustment. So, for instance, next year in twenty twenty four, people's benefit checks are going to go up by three point two percent. Yeah, not quite. Yeah, not quite as high as last year's no, big jump, of but eight point seven percent.
2: Right. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So we we will see that extra money coming in, but again, you know, people will say try to wait till your full retirement age to take social security because that's when you get the maximum benefit. And beyond that, you still get an 8% increase up until age 70. However, if you need to take it at an earlier time, there's no reason that you shouldn't, especially if you have an income gap or you need to spend money on some unforeseen expense. So, you know, again, that varies by individual as well, but people do, you know, rely on that social security as a yearly income stream which is very important for most people as well as some people that do have pensions again pensions are not as common as they used to be in the past especially going forward with our younger workers but that's another source of income but we do have to sort of look at all these different factors that affect you as a person and also if you're a spouse you have claim to half of your other spouse's benefits if they're higher than your own so there are some formulas that we do put in place to figure out for a couple what's the best strategy. But again, it's, it, there's Medicare expenses that are deducted from some, from some social security checks. So there's many different things we have to look at, but All in all, we're able to come up with a definitive plan and a definitive time frame for each person.
2: Yeah, and and actually Social Security is that one stream of income and certainly should maximize that uh, what's the best way for you. Uh, We are approaching 2024. You mentioned the COLA for 2024. Some other things are changing, too. Uh, What you can make that's uh, after you make that in a given year, you're no longer subject for that year to the Social Security tax. That's going up.
3: Yes. So it used to be in 2023, the maximum earnings subject to Social Security taxes is $160,200. So that's workers paying into the system. They're taxed on wages up to that amount, and that's typically at about 6.2%. 2024, the maximum earnings will increase to $168,600. One hundred sixty-eight thousand six hundred dollars, mm-hmm. meaning more of a worker's income will be subject to the tax. So that adjustment is due to an increase in average wages in the U.S. So as the wages go up, they feel that they have to, you know, increase the amount by which you'll be taxed.
2: And unfortunately, although it's not huge, but it's like seems like every time it happens, it's another little bite at <laughs> what we pay, have to pay uh, when when we get the cola. We we also see the Medicare Part B premium increase.
3: That's correct, and also. One of the other things that will happen is that the maximum Social Security benefit will also increase. So the top Social Security benefit for a worker retiring at full retirement age will go up in 2024. So it's going to climb from $3,627 to $3,822. Okay. But that's that's also the maximum for people retiring at the full retirement age. And that full retirement age is 67 for those born after 1960. So we will see some difference in that maximum benefit. And then, again, you know, we do have to sort of look at the other factors to decide what is the ideal time to take that uh, benefit.
2: And that is part of that process. But it is um, if you go forward with the team at Hackman Wealth, it's holistic planning. And the review that you can schedule is comprehensive. It's covering all of this and protective components and tax strategies and building that income in your retirement. So, Claire, we'll open the phones for another opportunity to schedule that. And you listening, you can schedule at no cost and no obligation.
3: Yes. Yeah, so, anyone that has over $500,000 of assets, excluding their home or personal residence, please give us a call. And we'd be happy to offer you a complimentary consultation in one of our offices. 45 minutes to an hour and really sort of give you a good idea of where you're headed for your retirement needs.
2: 617-674-2000. 617-674-2000. Next five, no cost and no obligation. 617-674-2000. Great to be with you as always, Clear And Russ is back in the studio after a quick break. Hollywood here, we are, and always Russ Hackman is helping you get a clear picture of your financial life on this show, the Wall Street Sweeper, Russ Hackman, Hackman Wealth Partners President, and yeah, I think this is really creative, Russ, because we're going to play some scenes from some classic Christmas movies, and we'll throw mm-hmm. in a sitcom as well, and how you can relate uh, to some of the financial missteps from the characters here and just some overall financial and retirement lessons that we can learn from these clips. So let's go to the suburbs of Chicago and check in with the Griswold family.
1: Truth is, things ain't going too good at all. You know, I told you I borrowed the RV from my neighbor. We live in it. Had to sell off the house, the barn, and 10 acres. If only I had back the money that me and Catherine sent that TV preacher that was screwing the hockey player.
2: Eddie, Ellen and I want to help you give the kids a nice Christmas.
1: Clark, I couldn't do that. No, no, we we insist. Oh, no, I'm not one for charity now. Oh, I know that, Eddie. This isn't charity, it's family. Boy, (laughs) this is a surprise, Clark. (laughs) This is just a real nice surprise. Here's a little list. Alphabetical starting with Catherine. And if it wouldn't be too much, I'd like to get something for you, Clark. Something
2: really nice. Huh? Well, now, s- besides uh, being cautious of giving <laughs> money to unscrupulous characters, what lessons can we gather
0: from that? Everyone listening to this show has, ha- who has a few dollars <laughs> has had someone try to borrow some of those dollars, right? Yeah. And you, and you just gets- have to
2: look at it as a gift. Really yeah, does.
0: I think that that is, that is good advice. Uh, that's what I tell people. If you have some, you know, a family member who's coming to you, you know, dealing with your kids is a bit of a different story. It's not totally different, but especially if it's not your kids and, and it's about people, you know, friends or family uh, borrowing money, it is best to view it as, hey, I'm never going to see this money again. Right. I also recommend that especially if it's someone who's in sort of a tough situation says, I need X dollars, it's good to say, listen, you know, I can help you with this dollar, these dollars, if you can pay them back someday, great. Also, you know, this is, this is what I can do. So you want to set up again, like don't come back to the well, right? Because mm-hmm. if it, when it starts happening over and over again, that's, you know, that's when it just gets to be a mess and almost like dependency. Right. So, yeah, right. Uh, and the time to say that is sort of when you first provide the first money. So, yeah, definitely got to be careful with that. Um- You know, I think there's a uh, what's his name, Uh, Randy Quaid, I guess, uh, was the actor there, right? He sent all his money to the TV preacher, who (laughs) I guess did, you know, he sounded like he sinned. We're not going to requote what the exactly, but you need to do your due
2: diligence before giving to charity or anything
0: like that. Yes, well, yeah, and I I think we got another good clip. Obviously, Christmas Vacation, uh, that movie is, is is. Certainly a classic, you know. Also, uh, people used to call me like as as sort of a joking nickname, Rusty. Right? Uh, <laughs> Anthony Michael what? Hall was the actor, yeah. right? But his name was Rusty, and then people started calling me Rusty, which kind of annoys me. But it, it sort of it sort of <laughs> stuck from time to time. So if we hear the name Rusty in the clip, well, it and then put- in, in, in 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 European Vacation, Rusty has a beret, so that's that's a whole nother thing. But let let's play. Um, Let's play the other clip here from uh, from Christmas Vacation. My bonus. Open it, Clark. <laughs> Open it. With this bonus check, I'm putting in a swimming pool. I've been
2: waiting for this bonus <laughs> to make sure the pool goes in as soon as the ground thaws. I had to lay out the money in advance, and until this little miracle arrived, I didn't have enough in my account to cover the check I wrote. There's enough left over. I'm going to fly you all down here to help us dedicate it. <laughs> I can't swim,
1: Clark. Clark, what's wrong? What is it? It's a a one-year membership in the Jelly of the Month Club. Clark, that's the gift that keeps on giving the whole
2: year. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) I love that. But he didn't want that. So what can we glean from this one, Russ?
0: Well, I mean, clearly, uh, don't count your chickens until they hatch, right? Yeah, Uh, (laughs) exactly. I think that's it. uh, And the importance of emergency funds, and that's something that is – is certainly something that we include in the plans we put together. Another opportunity, Dave, to the next five cars that have saved $500,000 or more to come in. Get on our January calendar for a second opinion and complimentary financial plan.
2: 617-674-2000. 617-674-2000. The next five, no obligation, no cost. 617-674-2000. More lessons from Hollywood coming up. wall street sweeper continues sweeping away the clutter of wall street and the clutter possibly in your financial life and uh, critical to do that if you're nearing retirement that is the mission of russ hackman and the team at Hackman Wealth Partners, Russ, the president of this firm. We also, you know, make uh, clear here and Jack Young, a part of the show as well, sharing great case studies with us. But we're going to Hollywood again uh, and and taking financial lessons from some missteps of characters in classic uh, holiday movies and sitcoms. Let's go to The Office now. Uh, always a good lesson from The Office.
1: Presents Absolutely. are the best way to show someone how much you care. It is like this tangible thing that you can point to and say, hey, man, I love you this many dollars worth.
2: Steve Carell playing Michael Scott. Now, it's the secret (laughs) Santa thing at the office and he got Ryan. The limit was 20. He spent 200. What are we getting from that?
0: (laughs) Well, I don't know. I I guess that's. uh, I love you this uh, many uh, dollars worth. Well, there, there there, can be a lot of sort of overspending around the holidays, right? So it, it, it is true that it's, so, you know, I don't, I haven't, most people by the time, you know, we're working on financial plans together, they've sort of, you know, they've got their overspending under control, which is, I guess, why they have the assets uh, for me to exactly. help them manage, right? But, right. Uh, you know, don't go overboard in that secret Santa match. And uh, But I think we got, we got something even better here <laughs> from, from Mr. Crazy uh, Michael Scott, right?
1: I declare bankruptcy! You can't just say the word bankruptcy and expect anything to happen. I didn't say it. I declared it. <laughs> Speaking of the lesson <laughs> of having
2: an emergency <laughs> fund <laughs> yeah. and knowing how bankruptcy <laughs> works.
0: Well, yes, he declared bankruptcy. That's good. Right. So, you know, I, I I think we we've got some entertainment value from Mr. Michael Scott. I'm not sure we've 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 learned too much from him, other <laughs> than, um, you know, hopefully nobody needs to go anywhere near bankruptcy. You know, I think it to me it it makes me think about. Uh, sort of steps to and we're going to we're going this is going to be a recurring theme this month and in January steps to be taking you know at year end steps to be taking you know in the early part of the year like what should we be thinking about doing maybe some things that we haven't necessarily done the best job doing financially in the past what could be we be thinking about you know go, going forward mm-hmm. And not overspending on your secret Santa match. Yeah, that's one thing. But I was actually giving an interview to, you know, we, we're, we're lucky to do periodic interviews with some, you know, industry uh, reporters for some of the different publications out there. And I was doing one the other day and uh, the guy was asking me, OK, Russ, what, what are some of the things that you can do to move the needle uh, in uh, the year ahead uh, for people of, you know, different ages. And so, you know, one of the big things I'm always talking about for people who are working is there's just some great things you can do to move the needle on your 401k plan. And the three main things that I was talking about with this journalist was, number one is people are getting raises each year, if only with inflation. As you get a raise, add a percent to or two to how much you're contributing to your 401k. So in other words, if I get a 4% raise, if I increase my contribution to my 401k by 2%, then my after my after-tax pay still goes up by 2%. I don't even notice really that I was now I'm now contributing more to my 401k's. But if you get in the habit of doing that, that is it can make a huge difference. Hundreds of thousands of dollars down the line. Yeah. That's number 1. Number 2 is making sure in your 401k's, especially if you're 55 or younger, that you're mostly allocated to stocks, you don't have any bonds or these retirement date funds. And then finally that you're considering Roth contributions within your 401k those three things together can make a massive difference to people of almost any age but especially for people younger than 55 a great lesson to take away is small steps to vastly increase down the road the return of your 401k another opportunity dave to transition to the next five callers we're doing these complimentary second opinions we've done dozens and dozens and dozens of them this year uh we've welcomed a lot of new clients as part of it we've also just made friends with a lot of people and uh i certainly am looking forward to doing so in the year ahead so let's offer another opportunity there dave
2: 617-674-2000 617-674-2000 keeping the holiday cinema lessons coming straight ahead it in hollywood and lessons learned from classic holiday movies and tv shows on the wall street sweeper this is the wall street sweeper with russ hackman president of hackman wealth partners uh, their their mission is to help you get that clear picture of your financial life really really necessary especially if you're nearing retirement this is by far my favorite christmas movie and it's a wonderful life.
0: Don't you see what's happening? Yeah. Potter isn't selling; Potter's
1: buying. And why? Because we're panicky and he's not. That's why. Now we, we can get through this thing, all right. We we've got to stick together, though. We've got to have faith in each other. But my husband hasn't worked
0: in over a year, and I need
2: money. How am I going to live until the bank
3: opens?
0: I got doctor bills to
2: pay. You know, another thing from that same scene, George is trying to help them understand where their money is, and he's like, "Well, your money's not here. Your money's in Bill's house and Jim's house." I think one less. Lesson is understanding how you invest, but what other lessons can we get from that uh,
0: scene? Lesson number one: Don't panic. Right, right, and uh, that's easier said than done. And if if folks will will think back to last year, we think about uh, just about a year ago, the S and P and the markets were at their lows, and there was a lot of uh, fear in the air. Right, uh, we're lot. reminded a little bit of uh, you know the quote from Warren Buffett, which is the time to be fearful is when other people are greedy and vice versa. Right. Yeah. So remember that those fear-based decisions are almost always wrong. The flip side to it is right now when you have a period where the markets are zipping in the right direction, so to speak, people start to get I, I, Greedy is not necessarily the best word, but overconfident. Yes, right. And so you you got to start. You got to uh, you know exercise your mental muscles here, and realize how the human brain is very very influenced by what just happened and projects forward. Right. So if we just had a terrible month in the market, people project that forward. If we just had a great month in the market. You know, people project that forward, and the reality, obviously, it most likely is somewhere in between, right? The I mean, sure same is. thing can happen with your your mood, right? <laughs> right? I mean, you're down in the dumps one day, you think, you know, and then so on and so forth, and so over time, you were you learn to sort of regulate those things, and it's very important, especially in investing, to think about the long term, and it is almost never the right thing to do. To react to the short term. So, you know, other things in there that we're drawing is like, okay, you know, don't panic, have a long-term plan. Moreover, the reason that, you know, Mr. Potter and, you know, George also were able to survive is A, they didn't panic. Right. And B, they had the safe money basically to stabilize themselves while everything was going wrong. George's honeymoon money. It was his honeymoon fund, right? Right. And, uh, you know, he spent that and ultimately stabilized what they call the building and loan, right? So Mm -hmm. we— With $2 left at 5
2: p.m. (laughs) <laughs> right
0: exactly. I can't you know emphasize the enough the importance of safe money and it is especially important to think about it when the markets are rising. You know I think that you know whether you have500,000 dollars or 20 million dollars and we meet people all and have clients at all ends of, of, of that spectrum, that almost everybody should have, less than half of their money in the stock market, right? Mm -hmm. Stock market, our friend Warren Buffett says, hey, it can drop in half at any point in time in a 10-year period, and you better be ready for that. All we got to do is pull up our chart of big market downturns, you know, 2002, 2009, 1987. There's some good ones in the 70s that we all forgot about especially coupled with high interest rates and inflation. So in the 70s, they had the problems that we're having now, which is, hey, even when your stocks are down, your bonds are also down, right? Remembering that safe money is not bonds, right? So let's just remember for the year ahead, especially as the winds are hopefully starting to blow in the right direction, we want to not get overconfident we still want to make sure we have more than half of our money safe and by the way there's safe alternatives that have market upside but market downside protection there's a lot of great alternatives out there for that and uh, in many respects if you have 30 40% of your money in stocks if you have 30 ish percent of your money in things that are principal protected but might have some market upside And if you have 30 ish percent of your money in T bills and cash, and no money in bonds, if you ask me, that's not a bad allocation. Asset allocation for most people. You see what I mean, Dave?
2: I do, I do. Um, and, and you know, one thing on that last thing on that movie, I, I was doing morning radio, not financial radio, but morning radio in the at uh, o eight o nine, and I used that movie a lot with uh, George and Mister Potter. And, and you said this, Mister Potter told George, George, you and I were the only ones who didn't panic during the depression. You know, they we had our own modern day versions of bank runs in o eight o nine.
0: Well, that's right. And I was actually reminded of another holiday movie, which is trading places. You ever oh, see that one with Dan, a- Dan Aykroyd and, uh, Eddie Murphy. Yes. Right. And you know, Eddie Murphy's a poor guy. Uh, uh-huh. uh, Dan Aykroyd and, and, and you know, through, if you that? haven't seen it through circumstances, their positions basically switch Jamie Lee right? Curtis and, in that also <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis is in there. Mm-hmm. It's a great, you know, great movie. Uh, but it does remind you that sort of anything can happen to anybody. And I was reminded by that. I was walking uh, around and I saw a First Republic bank branch mm-hmm. and a year ago, First Republic and other banks, these they were riding high, right? One of the one of the best known brands in the country, 200 billion dollars in assets and 6 months later they were gone, right? And yeah. now absorbed by JP Morgan, mm-hmm. their shareholders wiped out. Nobody lost in the deposit side of things, but it means, you know, planning is about plan for the worst, hope for the best, right? And in that case a 200 billion dollar bank didn't plan properly, made some pretty elemental um interest rate risk management mistakes and wiped out tens of billions of dollars of shareholder value for it. So n- never a bad time to make sure you're prepared. Those cat five storms come along every five to 20 years. We're going to see one in the next five to 20 years. Who knows when? And you want to make sure you're prepared for that. Let's offer the opportunity day for folks to come in. Make sure you are prepared. Get that second opinion, complimentary financial plan uh, from us.
2: No obligation as well. 617 674 2000. 617 674 2000. Coming up, Russ tells the story of a couple working with Hackman Wealth Partners for their retirement security. Russ Hackman is president of Hackman Wealth Partners, the website HackmanWealth.com, HackmanWealth.com, sweeping away the clutter of Wall Street. And always, and we had a, a great case study from Clear earlier on the show. Now, these are these are good because we can relate to these stories and we'll put ourselves in these uh, somewhat, at least with some elements of this. Now, Russ, so here's one you have of a couple uh, working with you, and and they came in looking for security in their
0: retirement. Absolutely. And a lot a lot of uh, the times, uh, Dave, when we talk about these stories, pretty often, you know, they're recent stories, right? Mm-hmm. This is a story of a couple we started working with about a year ago. Okay. And one of the things that we do is, and that a good independent financial planner does, and, and that way you can gauge, you know, whether you're in the right place, a good fin- financial planner will have you in every three, six, nine months to review where you are and are you on track with your retirement, whether you're pre-retirement, post-retirement. And uh, this particular couple came into uh, our office. We'd started working with them again about a year ago. They had called actually in November of last year. That was a terrible time uh, in the market. And, um, you know, very concerned about what was going on, but not wanting to panic. Of course, we talked about how uh, you know, panicking is not the great thing, but is not a great thing uh, at all. Um, now, I actually, when we had a, we had a fantastic meeting. I'm going to share some details from that meeting. Uh, this couple is uh, 70 years old, both retired, both worked for many years. I want to shout out to them. I'm going to give their initials M. And D, I told them I was going to share their story. Usually I try to sort of mix up the stories a little bit, mm-hmm. but I'm going to share their story because I told them I would, and they they nodded along. So um, they're just terrific folks. They called us last November uh, saying, hey, Russ, you know we're 70 years old. We've been retired for a few years. We hear what you're saying about, hey, look at 2022. So looking at 22, 2022 last year, the market was down around 20%, just like the market now is up 20%. So I had been saying at and continue to say about 2022, hey, that was a category two and a half storm in the sense that wind was blowing hard, but it wasn't that bad. Down 20% in the market, Mm -hmm. and it felt pretty bad. So remember, everyone, how that felt last year. And we all... You know, you can feel like, hey, what if it had gotten worse? And so, again, it's not doomsaying, but at some point in the next 20 years, that cat five storm is going to come. The stock market will drop in half. It has ever since the stock market was invented in the early 1800s. And you better be ready for it. Right. And being ready to me means having more than your more than half of your money safe. It can't go backwards and that certainly means not in bonds. So this couple, they were retired. They had a pretty interesting situation that they had. They wanted a plan to be able to, well, a they didn't want the situation where if the markets kept dropping, their you know their financial plans were devastating. They were with a big big box firm that was kind of just not helping them out at all, other than saying hold steady the ship or whatever, which is not <laughs> not you know, helpful. They, and they really did not have a plan that could sustain a Cat 5 storm. In their case, they also had an interesting situation that they wanted to spend a lot over the next 10 years on their family, like, and maintaining another home right near their home so that they'd be able to have uh, kids, grandkids around a lot, Um and needing a lot of cash flow early in retirement, and weren't really getting that much cash flow from their existing portfolio, which was around $2.5 million of assets. When we looked at that portfolio, we saw it had too much market risk, too much stock market risk. We also saw they had money in bonds uh, from their big box firm, and really not great cash flow from any of their assets, right? Mm -hmm. So We reconfigured the assets uh, in order to accomplish the following really strong cash flow over the next 10 years. We set them up with 70 percent of their money safe. Okay, But you might say, hey, Russ, wasn't that in retrospect, wasn't that the bad thing to do last on the market low a year ago to to move their money safe? No, they still had. It's possible to have safe money and still have plenty of equity upside but have your downside protected yeah so we were sitting down and doing a what we call a portfolio review and saying hey here's how things did over the last year we were all really happy with it but and i also want to get to kind of the most touching part of the meeting because you know in like in in many couples you have sort of one person and even you know you know single folks are this way you you know People are either more financially inclined and sort of involved with finance and understanding a bit. And some people are like, hey, this is like speaking Greek to Why me. It's
2: not their thing.
0: Right. So, and, and it's not necessarily, I mean, the, 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 the the stereotype is okay that's the husband that knows more and the not wife knows always less, but that's definitely not true in in the couples i know and and same holds of of single people people of you know different sexes at different you know degrees of expertise mm-hmm. but in this meeting uh the wife was saying listen like russ I, this is really just a foreign language to me and and if something happens to my husband like what do I do? Like, I I don't, I don't understand like what I would do. And I was really reminding her that, Hey, that's, and I, I actually picked up and gave her another one of my business cards and said, just keep this in your wallet. The only thing you have to do, if you have a good financial advisor and your spouse passes away or something happens is call that financial advisor. Then the husband was asking me, Hey, we've got these different homes. Like, would you help her? Get prepared to sell the homes if need be. Help evaluate should life insurance proceeds be used to repay those mortgages, so on and so forth. All those details, a good financial partner will be there to help you through everything that comes your way. This conversation ended with her shedding a tear. I think us I all kind of welling up a little yeah. bit. And to me, you know, we say financial partners for life, and you know, we're not the only people who do. Th- Things this way, but it is good to know that you have a financial partner that will be with you well into old age. And it's that's a great something that's story. Very important to us. So if you'd like to come in and talk to us about what it means to have a real partner instead of somebody at the other end of the phone or someone just saying, hey, you know, you're 60, 40 stocks, bonds, we'd love to meet you next year. Again, no cost, no obligation. These are casual conversations. If you are if you don't become our customer, but you just become our friend, we're very happy about that too. Let's offer that opportunity, Dave, to the next five calls that have saved $500,000 or more for retirement.
2: 617-674-2000, 617-674-2000. We're getting closer to those financial New Year's resolutions. We'll get into that coming up. Away the clutter of Wall Street. It is the Wall Street sweeper with Russ Hackman. Russ Hackman, president of Hackman Wealth Partners. You meet the team. The other partners, Jack Young, uh, vice president, and Claire Hare, senior vice president, and they're also big parts of the team and big part of the show as well. Russ, that story you just shared that tells it all of how the partnership and relationship that you and Claire and Jack, the team, have with clients. It's more than money. It's really more than money. That was a great story you just shared.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. People come in and meet with us and they you know, the folks that, that meet with me or they meet with Claire or they meet with Jack, they they say, Well, who who am I actually gonna be working with? Because that there are uh, you know, a lot of firms where you meet sort of a salesy person and then it's like, you know, adios like Yeah. You've got my cell phone, you've got like every client of ours has my cell phone. People do call, text, whatever you know, all the time. And, uh, you know, I make a joke about this, that, that, you know, I have to ask my mother why I have this need to be needed. Like, why do I like it when somebody <laughs> calls or texts me on Saturday? Right. Oh. I, tell my mother's has something to do with, you know, childhood inadequacy or something, but that, that's sort of a running joke. Might just make does. you a nice guy, you know. Yeah, she does not <laughs> like that joke. But I bet she doesn't. I do like to be needed. I think everybody likes course, to be needed, right? Of course, of course.
2: And that's great, though. That was an excellent story. But look, that partnership can start with that meeting you can schedule around Boston, the offices downtown Wakefield, Hingham, and Waltham. I was reading a story about, um, and nobody does this, I'm sure, but we should actually start our resolutions in December. But regardless, uh, it, it's just the time to start thinking about financial resolutions.
0: Yeah, I think it it is. Um You know, there's always a few things to think about, you know, if you're still working, maximizing your 401k plan, increasing those contributions as you get raises, making sure your allocations are correct. I find that very many people have the wrong 401k allocations. So that's something we can talk to you about Uh, using the Roth versions of 401ks. um, So management of sort of workplace plans. It is you know, around the holidays and, you know, you can feel confident now because, hey, oh, wow, we had a great market month. But remember how you felt two months ago when this when the fall was lousy. Right. So always thinking about, you um, know, uh, I was talking about First Republic. Right. Always thinking about, hey, what can go wrong? Right. I've we mentioned uh, the chairman, the ex-chairman of uh, this huge company, Intel. Right, mm-hmm. Andy Grove used to say, "Hey, only the paranoid survive," <laughs> and I think that kind of goes for your own financial plans. You know, we want to be optimistic, yet conservative and careful. Um, I do want to thank everyone for uh, listening uh, today, throughout the year, and I'm really excited about the year to come. We've met so many great people in prior years, and We'll be doing so in the future for many, many years to come. Let's offer the opportunity, Dave, to the next five callers to come in for a complimentary second opinion, financial plan, portfolio X-ray, tax reduction analysis in the year ahead.
2: Some of your times, no cost, no obligation. The next 5 617 And we hope to see you next week. We're back here same time for Russ Hackman and the Wall Street Sweeper.
1: And may be subject to caps, restrictions, fees, or surrender charges, as described in the annuity contract. Guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuer. Agents receive payment in the form of commission and/or other compensation, such as a percentage of the organization's profits from selling an annuity from the insurance company. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all of our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interests of our clients and to make full disclosure of any conflicts of interest, if any exist. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV 2A Item 4, for additional information.